Hi guys, I uh, got a promo from for you this week. Uh, this is actually from a friend of the show, uh, the Oddball Aussie Podcast. Uh, the host of the podcast, Oz Oddball, is a great host, and the podcast is excellent. Highly recommend it. It is a podcast that discusses topics from the weird and unknown from an Australian point of view. So uh, when you're done listening to our show, uh, check out the Oddball Aussie podcast. Here's the promo. Crikey. Hi there, Oz here from the Oddball Aussie podcast. If you're not listening to the Oddball Aussie podcast, then you're missing out. You're missing out on cryptids, aliens, ghosts, and a ton of weird stuff. We've even got urban legends and crazy conspiracy theories. So if you want to hear the weird tales and lame dad jokes from the brain of a slightly deranged Aussie, then tune in to the Oddball Aussie podcast. New episodes every week. You can find me where all good podcasts are found. Look after each other and stay safe out there in the weird. The Happily Ever Haunted podcast may contain graphic content that may include sexual violence, suicide, or murder. Listener discretion is advised. Happily Ever Haunted podcast. I'm Bailey. And I'm Milton. And this is the podcast where we discuss topics of the strange and unusual. That is not how that goes either. Wow. <laughs> it's okay. Just roll with it. We're, we're rolling. It's okay. <laughs> Whoops. We talk about ghosts, y'all. It's a hump day when we're recording hump this. Day. So I guess I'm looking towards the weekend, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yes. This wonderful, busy weekend we have planned during quarantine. Yeah, I I hate talking with, to my coworkers about like weekend plans and stuff because they're very pessimistic. I mean, rightfully so because you know quarantine. But like, just entertain me. Like they're just like, <laughs> "Oh, what are you doing this weekend? Nothing." I'm like, actually, I'm doing quite a bit. <laughs> like, I'm gonna hang out with my bomb ass wife. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not like I don't do that every other day, but I'm doing that. I'm doing it some more. I'm doing it extra. <laughs> yeah, and when I've learned that conversations have gotten very boring. Like, what are you doing sitting around in my underwear? What are you doing sitting around in my underwear on the couch? Yeah, for sure. Oh, dang. What have you watched lately? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you binging, bro? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I've not gone through everything. <laughs> well, so speaking much. of binging, I mean, we're we've kind of... We've kind of transitioned quite a bit since we started this podcast. Oh, we've trans- transitioned a lot. Because if you think about it, you know, we were first on this uh, HGTV train. I'm Wait, think we, no, but what were we watching? House Hunters. We were watching House Hunters. And then we were watching comics watch House Hunters. Yeah. So, like, still House Hunters. Oh, well, House Hunters, 90 Day, <laughs> Comics House Hunters. Yeah. <laughs> Caribbean Life. Right. Well, no, um, the Hotel Restoration one. Yeah. What, what is that? Basically, HGTV, and now we're just on some reality TV track. Ask Milton what I'm watching now. <laughs> Everybody listening is going, Milton, what is she watching now? <laughs> what is she watching? Love After Lockup. Yeah. <sighs> we had to get a whole new streaming device just so I could watch my shit reality <laughs> TV. <laughs> we had to, like, 
download a few apps yeah. <laughs> to watch all of the stuff and you then, wanted to watch. And then, y'all, if y'all don't have Pluto TV, it's free. You should get it. It's very funny. Uh, I mean, like, they have funny stuff like Bert the Conqueror. Um, but I've been watching uh, Degrassi because they have a Degrassi network. And so I've been watching Degrassi during the day. I go back to school next week. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I have a couple more days. Of oh, yeah. We saw the next generation right where he had the drake yeah that's the <laughs> that's, first that's one. what that's what what you're on right aubrey? now right aubrey that was like one of my first loves drake don't like funny him <laughs> you're just jealous i signed him no um i'm not <laughs> you thought, jealous you thought you were my first love <laughs> i'm not jealous I ain't, je- I ain't jealous of jimmy <laughs> ashley was never good enough for him <laughs> Apparently Bailey is. So, <laughs> yo, since they won, <laughs> yo, my mom and I used to watch that together. Me and Bevy used to watch it together. <laughs> oh my god, oh, that's so dramatic. I don't think I can't think of anything me and my mom would watch like that together. Man, we watched, we watched that. We watched Becker. We watched British comedies. <laughs> we watched Letterman, <laughs> and that was more me staying up, yeah, than actually watching anything, right? But yeah. Now, Yo, Becker, Becker went hard. Yeah, Ted, Ted dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Oy vey. Oy vey. Yeah, I know your mom <laughs> loves House Hunters. We could probably go over there and show with her and watch some House Hunters. Yeah, we probably could. Yeah, I mean, she's been wanting to come over here to meet Frankie. So yeah, just have some House Hunters on casually in the background. Yeah, <laughs> they have some new episodes, but I'm not that interested in them. Yeah, they I'm, just rewatch their old episodes. Well, no, I, I, there were some new ones that came out. I'm assuming they're like pre-quarantine because like, like, oh, that's great. We watched one episode and they, the people that were looking for houses, they went to a open house and. Oh, yeah. Who who were you watching? It was just, was it me, me and, just me and you? Yeah, or, just me and you. And then I was like talking. To yeah. And, and you were like, where, where are their masks? <laughs> And I was like, Bailey, this isn't this isn't recent. So it was it was filmed in 2019, and they like went to see this house that was an open house, obviously. And there's already a couple in there seeing it, and the realtor's dealing with the couple, and the other couple that's looking that's actually on the show is walked in, and she was like, "Hey, y'all, just look around. I'm just getting these people, like you know, um, I'm just finishing up with them." And I was just like, oh, "They're not standing six feet apart." And I was like, "Where's their mask?" <laughs> so you know priorities yeah we reached that point in the quarantine where we're very critical <laughs> of everybody of like everyone that's not following covid guidelines look i just don't want covid <laughs> you're like oh you're not so socially distancing gross yeah. <laughs> i hate to be that person but i totally am yeah so should are we, we actually should we do this like our actual podcast now i mean i guess do you think the ghosts are socially distancing I don't. I'm assuming they don't pass germs <laughs> to each other. You never know. So yeah, I don't know. Okay, yeah. Tell I me mean, they're socially distanced from us. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, anyway, my story takes place. The reason that we're here in South Carolina. Oh shit! Oh Been shit! There, done that. Yeah. Um, well, we almost got married in South Carolina. That was like our second vacation together. Milton's family's from South Carolina. And we went for a family reunion. We went for a family reunion. And I was like, we'd already been dating like, what, three years? A long time, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. That's Gizmo knocking shit over. Um, 
three years and I was like, let's just fuck it. Like we were already engaged and I was like, fuck it. Let's just, you know, elope. And he wouldn't go for it. Nah, because my family would have been pissed. And it's they, fine. Yeah, they would have been mad. They'd get over it. Love them, but they'd get over it. And then he wouldn't go to Vegas with me. Get married by Elvis. Again, family would have been pissed. <laughs> it's fine. Because, you know, I grew up in a very, like, traditional environment. Learning about the host. And so, if we, like, eloped in, like, Vegas, like, my family kind of would have been pretty shady about it. So, I don't want that, that energy. It's fine. It's fine. I know from experience that they'll get over it. <laughs> yeah. In in due time. Yeah. But, anyway. Y'all tell... Everybody tell Milton that we need to go get married by Elvis for our five-year anniversary. Okay. We'll, okay. Yeah, we'll see. No. We'll see. We'll make it. We'll, it's done. We'll, it, it's done. <laughs> you already got it planned out? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So, South Carolina. <laughs> take me there. Oh, no. Picture it. South Carolina. So out of pocket. Uh, yeah. South Carolina. Um, you know, uh, my fun fact, my dad's side of the family is from there. And so... I frequently, I don't say frequently, but I visit there fairly often. Ooh, mainly can I guess what you're talking about? The Myrtle Beach area. Uh, sure, you can guess. Is it the Gray Man? No, it's not. Okay, then no, I don't know. Something, actually, I think it's kind of cool here, but I mean, the Gray Man's pretty cool. I didn't want to know about the Gray I mean, well, I've already known about the <laughs> I don't want to hear you talk about things I already know. Ah, basically. <laughs> so, Thank you for understanding. So what I'm covering today is the the Poinsett Bridge. And uh, there's a lot of uh, kind of cool history facts here, uh, which is kind of why I liked this, uh, this particular tale a lot. So I'm going to just jump in here. Just dive on in. Dive on in. Into the ghost pool. And uh, I'll post pictures of, well, we'll post pictures of the bridge on our socials. Uh, for Instagram at Happily Ever Haunted Podcast. Yeah, and we're working on getting a website, so then you can just check the website for the uh pictures and stuff. Yes, and Twitter at H E H Podcast. Uh, but because the bridge is freaking beautiful, just like me, of course. <laughs> so, the Poinsett Bridge was built in 1820 in Greenville, South Carolina. Poinsett Bridge is the centerpiece of the 120-acre Poinsett Bridge Heritage Reserve, owned by the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources. It is believed to be the oldest surviving bridge in the state. Uh, Some say in the East Coast as well. The bridge was named after a prominent early resident of Greenville, U.S. Ambassador to Mexico, and Congressman Joel Poinsett. Today, however... Wait, so he named it or he was named after him? The bridge is named after him. Okay, I thought he, like, it was named after him, but also I thought he got to name it and I was like, he just named it <laughs> like after he, himself? He just named it like, yes, this is my bridge. I'm, I'm glad, naming it <laughs> Points at Bridge. I'm glad that kid from Monte Vista did it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, that's a callback. Listen to last week's episode. Yes, listen to ep- episode eight. So, yeah, today, however... He's more likely to be remembered as the namesake of the poinsettia flower, which he introduced to the United States. I fucking hate those. What? Oh, yeah, because cats are uh, 
are they're, uh, like, to- toxic. They're yeah. toxic to cats. I mean, most of my plants are, but yeah, that's also okay. Sidebar: We just got into this. Sidebar city. But Bailey is uh, an avid plant collector. It works with my aesthetic. It also works with her very basic aesthetic. Um, <laughs> you married me. And and so she has a bunch of plants, like 60-something? We're at 68. 68 plants. Um, in a small apartment. In a, what, 900-square-foot apartment? It's like 989. Yeah. Those 89 other feet or square feet matter. And so... That's your bathroom. And so, and like 90% of these plants could kill our pets. <laughs> but they stay away from them. It's fine. I mean, yeah, they, they actually have the uh, the fortitude, I guess not fortitude, but the intelligence. the intelligence to stay away from these plants, not try to eat them. I mean, our cat Gizmo kind of fucks with them, but he yeah. hasn't died. So if he dies, he dies. <laughs> um, Don't forget, adopt, don't shop. Yes. Both of our mutts are, are smart enough not to, like, eat them. Like, because he licks on them some, but they you can't just lick on them and die. Like, you have to eat it. You have to ingest it. Yeah. I mean, he nibbles, though. Don't worry about what he's doing. <laughs> he nibbles. He 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 lives very dangerously. Well, he and I have had this conversation. Don't worry about what he's doing. Okay. <laughs> so, the bridge was... He's 15. He's had a good life. <laughs> So the bridge was a part of the state road that connected Charleston and Columbia, South Carolina, uh, with the North Carolina mountain communities. The bridge was designed by architect and South Carolina native Robert Mills. All I can think of is play me some mountain music. No, okay, just me. No, just just <laughs> Wait, only do you. Wait, do you not know that song? I, we've heard. Oh, okay. You've played it for me before, but oh, okay. I'm not gonna. Just me. <laughs> you know, if it came on and I was on the game show, I wouldn't know what the song is. Uh, Mills de- designed more than 50 major works during his lifetime, including colleges, hospitals, bridges, and several buildings of national significance. Oh, wow. He's responsible. <laughs> That's so authentic. Uh, he's he's <laughs> responsible for the Washington Monument and the Treasury Building in D.C. Oh wow! Yeah. the bridge has a fifteen foot fifteen foot Gothic arch stone structure and stretches one hundred thirty feet over Little Gap Creek. Yeah, it looks like a keyhole. Yeah, I didn't know if I was supposed to look at the picture. No, that's, I, I mean you you can. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> we just started this uh new thing. Literally today. And I was like, why don't, instead of being like, here, look at this picture. And I have to give him my phone because, like, we both read off the drive on our phone. I was like, why don't we just make each a document in the drive and share it with each other so we can look at pictures as we're looking, as we're talking. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, it's a good idea. Technology. <laughs> uh, the bridge served its purpose in connecting Charleston upstate south carolina and north carolina for over 100 years oh wow (laughs) i mean if you don't give a fuck it's okay (laughs) i mean 100 years is a long time that's a whole centennial it's a century yeah it's a whole centennial no it's it's a century (laughs) yeah but like if we're gonna have a centennial party yeah yeah but it's not (laughs) 
the grammar it doesn't it's not adding up <laughs> well because i was thinking bascentennial and i was like nope no <laughs> Uh, Poinsett Bridge earned its place among the National Registry of Historic Places in 1970. Oh, wow. The bridge is... <laughs> You're killing me. The bridge is now preserved along with the natural environment that comes with it, and it is part of a walking trail within the reserve. Oh, beautiful. We, next time we go to South Carolina, we should take the baby on the walking trail. Yeah. By the baby, we mean Frankie. Uh <laughs> The Poinsett Bridge has survived the elements and a major war. It is believed that the bridge has also obtained some paranormal experience. A hundred years war? No, I'm just going to... I know, I know. It's fine. Well, which war do you think it was? World War Two. Which war was local to South Carolina? Oh, wait, wait, Carolina? wait, wait. What happened? The Civil War? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't really... I wasn't paying that close attention when you talked about war. I just remember a hundred and then a hundred years war. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. The Civil War. That the South constantly thinks that they won. The South's rise again. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Hush. According, according to locals, the bridge is extremely active at night. With the age of the bridge, that can be expected. There are a few theories as to why this bridge may be haunted. A popular theory is that the bridge is on top of a Native American burial ground. I think, I'm, yeah, like America's on top of a Native American burial ground. That's why 2020 is happening. <laughs> there, there's a few theories, actually, about why 2020 is happening. <laughs> you remember that one time that everybody made their broom stand up? I think it's that. <laughs> Nothing was ever right again after that. <laughs> I mean, some people think that the... No, we're not going to get into it. We'll talk about that online. <laughs> it's a whole nother podcast there's a whole nother that's a whole nother topic um come at me with your conspiracy theories yeah. about 2020 there you go <laughs> according to local folklore poinsett bridge was built on the site of an old burial ground for the cherokee tribe who were the only inhabitants of the mountains of the carolinas georgia and tennessee you're the only tennessee <laughs> it is believed the construction of the bridge destroyed a burial site and was built directly on top of it. However, there are conflicting reports that the Cherokee burial tradition would not coincide with a burial site near the location of the bridge. To contradict that point, Cherokee members buried outdoors would be lodged between a large rock and a wall built opposite for, of the rock. For a roof, the Cherokees would add an arch of wood or stone to cover over the tomb. So, if a burial site did exist under the bridge, the arch of the bridge would follow Cherokee traditions. So, it could be, but probably not. Hey, I mean, I, I think it could be. Okay. I think well, all of these are plot. I, I said it could be, and then, like, nobody, you didn't say nothing. I mean, you were, you were still talking. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I think... I have a few theories here. I think the first couple of theories I have are very plausible. The first, like, three are plausible. Okay. First two, plausible, because I think I have only three. Another theory is that some of the men who worked on the worked to build Poinsett Bridge died during the bridge's construction due to a variety of illnesses, one of which was malaria. 
These men were then supposedly buried under and even within the bridge itself, perhaps to save time or to memorialize those who, who had died while hard at work. This theory is interesting because historical records do support that many of the work crew fell sick with malaria even before they arrived in the mountains. Rises in the river and unexpected flooding contributed to overall delays in the bridge's completion. Other locals maintained that a number of men were killed by these high waters. Okay, so the least popular theory is that the bridge is haunted by the spirit of a murdered slave. Oh. This theory includes the least amount of detail and in fact several different versions. One version states that a female slave was hung from Poinsett Bridge. Another goes that a slave was beheaded near the bridge by an unkind master. Another version of the slave haunting seems to merge aspects of the work crew haunting. Some believe that the bridge is haunted by the people by the people who did not get any glory for the work they did for the bridge. Sources disagree on whether slave labor was involved at all in the construction of what is today South Carolina's oldest surviving bridge. Some say Native American and Asian slaves were put to work, while others maintain that neither were were involved. So, yeah, three theories. Basically, first one, Native American burial ground. Second one, workers dying and you know work-related accidents third one potentially slave related death so which one do you think is the most i'm between the first two basically uh (laughs) i mean because there's not enough evidence i mean i could see number three Mm -hmm. um just because of the location and time right right but I would lean more towards maybe even the second one, really, now that I think about it, probably more towards the work-related accidents Uh, with people getting sick, drowning. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to that one the most. Yeah. Especially if there are people buried in the bridge. That would be wild. (laughs) That would be wild. I kind of hate that for them though, because that means that I feel like they didn't get a proper burial. Yeah, and they're and like, no one's like they've named. They have like this little. I don't even know what to call it. Like a, I don't, not even like a headstone. It's like a stone tablet type thing, where it's like this bridge was created by this company and it's maintained by these people, and it doesn't list like any of the workers or anything like that, or who all helped create the bridge or anything like that. You're right. So. Yeah. I don't like that at all. <laughs> so despite the theories of why the bridge is haunted, many people have experienced a paranormal interaction at or near the bridge. Several locals say they have been unable to start their cars when they get ready to leave the preserve. Catching glimpses of various colored orbs are extremely common exploring the bridge at night. Hearing disembodied screams and voices are extremely common as well. People have also reported seeing a large white figure believed to be the spirit of a shaman roaming around the bridge. The stories from locals that have visited the bridge also contribute contribute to the legend with stories like this. Quote, about four years ago, I drove my neighbor, her boyfriend at the time, 
and one of their friends up to the bridge and parked across the road. As soon as I shut off the engine and rolled down the windows, we could hear movement movements around us. I had my hand resting on the door when I felt a man's rough hand and fingers grab onto mine. I've been up there several times throughout the years, but it never fails at night to see, feel, or hear something that would leave most paralyzed, including myself. With these stories circulating around the bridge, paranormal investigators cannot resist taking a look. Several paranormal research teams have trekked into the preserve at night to do investigations. The most successful investigation was performed by the Ghost Paranormal Research Organization, or Ghost Pro, in, in December 2008. Um, during their visit, they took nearly 400 photos around the bridge. Nearly 100 of those exhibited some type of phenomena. So over a quarter of the photos that they captured ex uh, exhibited some type of paranormal phenomena, 25% which is crazy. That's a lot. That's, that's high. Yeah. <laughs> the team experienced multiple orbs. Quote, subsequent analysis showed a predominance of orbs, both singular and multiple, of varying size, shape, color, and density. Also, quote, there are no residents, street lamps, communication towers, or lighted signage within an appreciable distance to account for the phenomena witnessed. The team also captured on film a human-sized mist, along with an audible external noise. The mist cannot be recreated using smoke nor breath. Oh, wow. Yeah. The team captured EVPs, temperature fluctuations, and anomalies within motion-activated cameras on top of all of the evidence previously mentioned. The Poinsett Bridge Heritage Preserve is open and can be explored if you need to be convinced of its haunted nature or if you just want to enjoy a nice hike. <laughs> so go and enjoy a nice hike or, you know, just be haunted. Or, you know, ghost hunt. That too. Whichever floats your boat. Just get a demon inside you. <laughs> Giggity. And so uh, the references for this story. Uh, ghostandghouls.com, travelersrestthere.com, cntraveler.com, onlyinyourstate.com, greenvillerec.com, and dustyoldthing.com, and uh, ghostpro.org. That dusty old thing. <laughs> that dusty old thing. That's an innuendo. That's an innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you ready for mine? I'm so ready. Oh, I'm gonna pull up these pictures. Okay, just don't look at them yet. Like, pull them up, but don't look at them yet. Yeah, I'm not. Because I actually tell you what order to go in. Oh. <laughs> Fancy <laughs> pants. So, this week I'm talking about the Santa Monica Pier and Carousel, also formerly known as the Pleasure Pier. Okay. That's an interesting name. <laughs> I mean, I didn't give it to it. I, I understand, but I'm like, not Californian. That's weird. Why is it called the Pleasure Pier? Because you went there to experience pleasure, not sexual pleasure. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm getting at. Thank you. That's an innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an innuendo. Um, no, it's because it had, well, I guess I'll just jump to this. It had roller coasters and shit. So like pleasurable activities. 
that's an. I know that a roller coaster. A roller coaster <laughs> is not pleasurable. Like. Yeah, but it's they have like hot dogs fun. and cotton candy. Think like Jersey Shore, but California. Yeah. So, so like, better? do you remember that? <laughs> do you remember <laughs> less Nikki? Do you <laughs> less orange? Do you remember that show Rocket Power or whatever? It was? Oh, I fucking love it! But that was like Hawaii. <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah. Okay, so imagine that pier. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I know what the pier looks like. I just, I don't understand why it's called Pleasure Pier. I don't but know. I didn't name it. I, I would have named it Bailey I'm Pier. I'm just a Bailey Pier. <laughs> of course you would name it after yourself. <laughs> I wouldn't, I would name it Del Mar Vista. Sea View. Oh, Sea View. Yeah. Sea View. Because Monte is No, yeah. Sea View, Sea. I don't know. Okay, so... Let me get into this. Okay. okay, so the first two pictures you have in the drive are of the pier. The pier and the carousel. So the pier is one of LA's oldest attractions with it being built in 1876, 100 years after America became America. Nice. It was then joined with another like pier in 1909 to make it, it make it what it is now. So if you scroll down you'll see like a pier, like a fork a black and white, like, fork pier. It's two becoming one. Oh. <laughs> that's why they call it Pleasure Pier. <laughs> I'm sure that's not it, but okay. <laughs> At the time, the pier was primarily used for carrying sewage past the breakers. It had none of the fun stuff that it has now. None of the fun. In 1916, the father and son amusement park duo Charles I.D. Loof and his son Arthur built many of the rods that were on the pier. They were essentially pioneers of amusement parks. What would you want to be a pioneer of? Uh, <laughs> a pioneer woman. I, I don't want to be the pioneer woman. <laughs> I do not want to be Reed Drummond. Is it bad that I would... <laughs> I'd rather be Bobby Flay if my, I had to be any Food Network star. As soon as I said pioneer, my immediate thought was mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Mashed potatoes. Yeah, so I guess I'd be the pioneer of mashed potatoes. Yeah, that, yeah. I, he would revolutionize mashed potatoes forever. The pioneer mash. <laughs> I got this. We'll be on the Time magazine as the person of the year. No, it's not gonna be me. It's just gonna be a bowl of mashed potatoes, <laughs> like buttery ass mashed potatoes. <laughs> the item of the year. Yeah. Get it while it's hot. <laughs> So, the, hapo- the Hippodrome, okay, this is going to be a fun word to say a lot. The Hippodrome was built that year as well. The Hippodrome originally had offices at the top, but later in the 1960s, those offices were turned into the apartments. Also, the Hippodrome, oh, it's one of the pictures. It's the building. Okay. Um, it, The carousel's in it, in the lower level. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, the residents of when they were turned into offices were mainly beachcombers, artists, musicians, and writers. Cool. Yeah. Sounds like people I'd want to hang out with. Yeah. It sounds like a great place to work. I don't know if I'd want to work there. It sounds like really loud and filled with children. Yeah. Well, yeah. That part. I feel like you get a lot of inspiration, though, if you're like a writer or artist. I just don't want to work. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. <laughs> but what if what I love Says, doing is sitting on the couch and being a potato? 
while you make mashed potatoes yes damn is that is that cannibalism at that point no 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 In 1975, the apartments caught fire and since have been converted back into a office spaces. In 1920, so we're going back in time. I was just telling you about the apartments. Okay. In 1922, the Philadelphia Toboggan Company built the carousel that is on the pier now. That's a fun name. Toboggan. 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 The Philadelphia Toboggan Company, PTC. It was then rebuilt in 1990. A calliope was added to it, which is what plays the music oh yeah do you, uh, what can that do you know what a calliope no, is no i have no idea okay no idea but um i don't think this was the first calliope because of what i'm gonna tell you in a little bit okay but i think it was a louder like it's it's bigger and louder the new <laughs> one is <laughs> this is the calliope isn't loud enough we need a new one that's an innuendo bigger and louder <laughs> the pier was roaring in the 1920s. <laughs> did, please tell me you added that. Yes, of okay. course I did. I don't just copy and paste. Damn. I was, I, I'm just asking. That's plagiarism. <laughs> in 1924, the La Monica Ballroom opened. It was designed by T.H. Eslick with the Spanish facade exterior and a French Renaissance interior. Oh. Yeah, it's very confused. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Um, at the time being at the time of it being built, it was the largest ballroom on the West Coast. How how big is it? You ask. It was fifteen thousand square feet. Oh, sorry. How big is it? Fifteen thousand square feet. Oh my god. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> and it was made of maple hardwoods. Oh. How many people do you think 15,000 square feet could accommodate to if dance on a ballroom? 15,000? Square feet. In our apartment's 1,000, so 15 of our apartments. I'd say like 150. People? Bro, it accommodated 5,000 dancers. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow, huh? So anyways... When the Great Depression hit, most of the pier closed and a lot of the tr- attractions were sold. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. In the meantime, the pier was used uh, mainly for boating and fishing. It seems like that's what piers are for, yeah? <laughs> you know, ocean. Ocean. <laughs> By the late uh, 40s, the pier had become revitalized. In 1948, the country music star... Spade Cooley began broadcasting his weekly television show from the ballroom, and he did that until 1954. Spade Cooley? Spade Cooley. Like Clay Cooley, but Spade Cooley. <laughs> Come see Clay. Come Clay, see Clay, Clay Cooley. Cooley. No. I no, mean, that's, a, that's a car dealership here. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't a know. A used car dealership. That's, that's a kind of a cool name, though, Spade. I don't think that was his real name. I mean, that's, either way, it's so cool as fuck. I think that was his alias. I'm going to start going by Spade. Um, on <laughs> Spade. Okay, so on Degrassi, <laughs> Emma's mom and stepdad went by, by Spike, and Sna- uh, Spike and Snake. What? Her mom was known by Spike, and her d- stepdad was Snake. And it's from, like, when they were kids, like, in a band or some shit. I don't know. Oh, that's, that's something. Yeah, it's something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I don't know how I feel. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't want my parents to be referred but, to as Spike and Snake. Huh. Like I. Well, I would you rather have I Milton? Fi- I w- <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wouldn't find that cool. Like I'd be like, "You're a poser, mom. Shut up." Like <laughs> <laughs> she probably knows more than you do. <laughs> so, anyways, moving on. After it closed, um, the ballroom. After it closed in like 1954, the ballroom was converted into a roller skating rink. Until the ballroom was demolished in 1963. Can you skate? Uh, like roller skate? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the last time I did it, <laughs> I mean, it's been a while, but I think I could do it. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Then, in 1955, the Hollywood Autocade made its grand debut at La Monica with 100 cars. Nice. So, the car that I'm about to tell you about is the car, obviously, in the drive. Yeah. This has nothing to do with my story, except for that was at the Autocade, and it's interesting. It's a cool-looking car. Yeah, so, this... Uh, is known as the Rumpler car. And I know you don't know what the fuck that is, so I'm going to tell you. Uh, This car was named for its teardrop design, and it was made by an Austrian aircraft designer, Edmund Rumpler. So there's that. Is that it? Yeah, that's all of it. Okay. (laughs) It kind of looks like a futuristic... Not even futuristic... It's guess, like what people back in the day would think futuristic. Is. Yeah, like it looks like the car from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <gasps> oh, I fucking love like, Chitty Chitty Bang it Bang. It was like upgraded, <laughs> and so it's like less old. Okay, okay. um, I fucking love Chitty Chitty Bang. Um, but moving on from that, <laughs> there were multiple plans to demolish the pier during the sixties and seventies, and one plan even included like making it. Make an apartment, an apartment out on the ocean, <laughs> and uh, it being like fifteen hundred rooms or in a hotel. That'd or be like hard. That. That'd be a cool. Hotel. Yeah, but think about hurricane season. Do, oh, does no. California get hurricanes? Yeah, like not as not, often. Not often though. Think about earthquakes. I know they get earthquakes. No. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. It just seems cool to have like, you know, an ocean like it's on the ocean you're not even like <laughs> there's no beach separating you from the ocean if you're you fall out the on... window you done you're just I mean, dead. you fall into the water well depending on how far up you are yeah i mean that's true but like if you're not super high you know you're just going for a swim at that point <laughs> <laughs> just going swimming with the fishies yeah which is funny because la is a mob town was a mob town so like I said, there were multiple plans to demolish the pier, but the community came together and protested it and won. So, yay on the community. Hey. Then, The Sting, a super popular movie in the 70s, was filmed at the pier in 1973. The pier had to be rebuilt in 1983 after a bad storm destroyed the lower deck. The deck? <laughs> Not going to acknowledge that, <laughs> that innuendo. <laughs> So, before we move on to the ghost, I just want to tell you about some of the movies that were shot here. And this is only some of the stuff that was shot here. Like, there's a shit ton. Like, this pier is very, very popular. Okay. Okay, Iron Man, Forrest Gump, Pacific Realm, Not Another Teen Movie, and one of your favorites, A Night at the Roxbury. Yes. <laughs> Emilio! <laughs> 
the so, muddy duck man himself, Emilio Estevez. <laughs> so last night we were eating dinner and I was doing my notes and uh, I was like, oh, I want to say something, but it'll give away like the movie. And he was like, what? And I was like, you'll find out tomorrow. And like, I kept wanting to yell out, Emilio. <laughs> <laughs> so also it's not a movie, but some of my very fucking favorites. Uh, Grey's Anatomy was shot here, one of their episodes. Okay. You know, the very best Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> and the video Bitty Bitty Bomb Bomb by Selena. Oh, hey. Anything for Selena. Anything. So now let's get on to the ghosties. Let's do it. So remember how there were apartments in the Hippodrome from the 60s? Yeah, I'm assuming people died there. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. So many of the uh, residents reported hearing the calliope from the carousel at odd hours. So that's what I was saying. Like there had to have been a calliope, but I think the one in the the new one is just like better, right? Because they rebuilt it and stuff, you know. Okay. So um, they would it would play at odd hours when the calliope should be switched off at like two a.m. and four a.m. and three a.m. Mm-hmm. All like in the middle of the night. Damn. Yeah. Some of the residents would call the police, and when the police got there, there'd be no one and no music. That's interesting. Yeah. And other reports include people seeing apparitions walking on the roof of the hippodrome. Okay. Okay, I need you to be a little weirded out by that. If you just see, like, an apparition just walking on a roof. Walking on a roof. (laughs) I mean, no, yeah, that would be weird. I would. That's think, so strange. I would think it's like someone about to, you know, jump off of it. But like, because I'm, I'm assuming if it's visible enough to seem like solid, right? You know. So I don't. I would have been weird the fuck out. Yeah. Another is a shadow figure. I fucking hate shadow figures. Yeah. A shadow figure riding on the horses of the carousel. Ah, fuck that. <laughs> during the night when the carousel is off, but also during the day. So, like, if you're just strolling through there at, like, 2 p.m., just had dinner, you could, like, look, you could be on a duck or something, look over at a horse, and there's a shadow figure. No. <laughs> no. That's no, don't like it. That's that's so weird. That's weird. I fucking hate shadow like, figures. I I was thinking when you first said that a shadow figure was riding the, you know, the carousel. Right. Or I assumed it was during the day. Oh no, it's night and day. Yeah. Which means that the carousel has to go by itself because the carousel switched off at night. I, well, I interpreted it as the shadow figure is just sitting on a horse. <laughs> And just going carousel, nowhere. And the carousel's not moving. <laughs> Yeehaw. Like in in its head. It's going. But it's not. No, doing that's not anything. how it works. Not quite. <laughs> Close. So so you think it runs at night? Yeah, it does. Oh, it does run. Yeah. Okay, so the but just, the way that sentence was read. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I thought it was just a shadow figure <laughs> just hanging on out a on fake a horse. horse. And it not going anywhere. <laughs> the horses are real to the shadow figure. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you keep believing that, Bailey. <laughs> um. Either way, I don't want to fucking encounter it. No. Yeah, that sounds terrible. I think carousels are fucking strange anyways. Really? Yeah. Why? 
I don't know. They creep me out. The music creeps me out. Yeah. No, well, I mean, all that old timey music is like, if you slow it down <laughs> enough, <laughs> it's it's going to get real fucking creepy. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. So a peer supervisor who had worked there for years always said he always heard footsteps behind him but never could see anyone. He went multiple times looking for these disembodied footsteps and each time when he got closer to them, it would just stop. So I could not imagine feeling like somebody's walking behind me and then not seeing anybody. Yeah. That would creep me out. That would give me chills. Mm -hmm. Like I still hate having my back to this door. (laughs) We're going to turn around one day and there's just going to be a murderer there. (laughs) No. Chucky something. They have to come through the front door. (laughs) Um, actually, they don't. I've watched a lot of forensic calls. They can come through the um, ducts in the ceiling. So, anyways, nightmare fuel. <laughs> but okay, <laughs> okay, that's okay, a different okay, discussion. Okay. While there are still some reports of uh, paranormal activity, it's not as busy because most reports came from the nighttime occurrences. And since the por- apartments have been turned back into offices, no one's really there to see the ghost. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So that's the Santa Monica Pier and Carousel and its ghost. So y'all, I know this was kind of a short story. I really was expecting more when I like picked it. So next week, buckle up because I'm going to have a big one for you. So my references this week are totallyla.com, seeksghost.blogspot.com, smgov.net, and santamonicapier.org. That's a good story. Thanks. Short and sweet. To the point. Yeah. But yeah, next week. Oh, God. Next week. I don't know what I'm doing yet, but it's going to be a wild ride. <laughs> it's going to be a wild roller coaster ride. I see what you did there. <laughs> I already have a few ideas, but like, I don't want to go back. All my ideas were in LA and I was like, I don't want to do an LA story back to back. Mm-hmm. Going back to back. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I might want to reach out to like go to Portland. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just for funsies. I want to go to Portland just for funsies. <laughs> Fucking Corona. <sighs> so anyways, those are our stories for the week. Do you have anything to add? What do you think? <laughs> what do you think costs 2020 to happen? Let us know. <laughs> Let us, us know. We want to hear all the theories. Because now I just want to travel to Portland. And I'm sad because I can't. Oh, <laughs> Poor thing. Um, okay, so don't forget to check us out and follow us on Twitter at H-E-H Podcast and Instagram, Happily Ever Haunted Podcast, and Facebook, Happily Ever Haunted Podcast. And uh, if you love the show, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. We would love to hear y'all's feed ba- feed. We would love to hear y'all's <laughs> feedback. Feed the feed's back. And remember, those that haunt together... Stay together. This podcast is a part of Straight Up Strange Productions. Discover more shows like this one at straightupstrange.com.